0: The Last Word with Matt Cooper Today FM It all happens here Today FM Okay, it's time for our weekly music spot with John Cadell and D-Ready but before we talk to them let's hear a little bit of Beyonce Just five Energy from Beyonce. So she played her first full concert in more than four years. D. where did she decide to do it?
1: Well, she references Saint-Tropez in that clip there, Matt, but I think she'll be regretting that wasn't the luxury resort she chose. It. Uh, she played at the opening of the Atlantis, uh, the Royal Hotel uh, in Dubai. Um, so the invitation had mentioned that there'd be a once-in-a-lifetime performance um, from an artist, um, and it was to an audience of selected guests, uh, of influencers and journalists, um, and yeah, there's a, a lot of her fans who aren't best pleased with this. Given, I mean, given that her most recent album, which she didn't play anything from during the performance, uh, but that album she said herself was meant to be a love letter to black music and um, to to LGBTQ plus music. Um, so it it doesn't exactly sit well then that you would choose um, you would choose to perform in a country that. But is
0: Dubai actually off-limits? I mean, you did, in the last week, there's been a major golf tournament there, mm. which many Irish people were in. Many Irish people holiday in Dubai. Many people from all over yeah, the world go sure. there. I mean, are, are is it that now it's going to become a bit like a sort of a South Africa in the past that sports people and musicians and performers and stuff should not go there?
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I think it, there's every chance that it could become like that, Matt. I think what... I think what kind of doesn't really work for her here is like if you look at... Nicki Minaj who would have a similar following. Um, In 2019 she pulled out of playing the Jeddah World Fest in Saudi Arabia after the Human Rights Foundation asked that she withdraw. And I suppose what seems a little bit cynical perhaps on Beyonce's part is that it was a surprise performance. So she didn't leave herself open to maybe having that conversation or letting her fans let her know how they felt about it in advance.
0: I wonder John Cadell how much she got paid for the gig.
2: Oh, I would imagine if it's, uh, if it's the opening of a luxury hotel somewhere in the United Arab Emirates, uh, it was at least a couple of million. Uh, I mean. Oh, at least. It's like superstars do this sort of stuff all the time and all over the world. Uh, Elton John does it. Uh, the Rolling Stones do it. Beyonce now does it. Um, I can see what Dee's saying as well. I mean, Beyonce's fans are, are from all walks, uh, colors, creeds and sexual orientations. And I think for the fans who, consider her an inspiration and who maybe think that she's a a spokesperson to make their lives a little easier Mm -hmm. um they're going to be disappointed by this and i think yes a surprise appearance uh there's no way that beyonce didn't know that this was going to that this was going to come out that this was going to be news so i i wonder what her thinking was she certainly doesn't need the money Um, if she is going on tour which she must be because you don't uh, put together a 19-song performance for the sake of one night or a couple of million, whatever it might be. Uh, she is a strategist, if nothing else. Um, but it is a strange way to... Um, I, I, I mean, her. if I was... Under normal circumstances, I would be excited about the fact that Beyonce has done a live show. I think the fact Same. of where it is and where uh, the human rights violations of the country involved, it does leave a bit of a sour taste in the mouth. Actually, she must the, have known the, that.
0: There's one listener suggesting, there's two listeners suggesting and different numbers coming in that apparently the fee was $24
1: million. Okay, yeah. well,
2: there you go. I was I wasn't adjusting for inflation.
1: But, you know, like, it's not like she can't turn that down. And I think that's where it's going to come back to her because didn't Eminem turn down 10 million to play at the mm. World Cup? Like there, there's there's artists with less money than her. who have taken a bigger stance on this and have less of a, a really avid and like loving fandom that sits in the communities where just by their very like homosexuality is punishable by death in in the UAE. Like it's not a small thing.
0: Okay, let's talk about Madonna who's going on a North American and European concert tour. Let's hear a little bit of from Portugal in 2020 when she performed Like a Prayer. I see, John, that apparently she is promising to perform her most popular era-defining songs. Thankfully, because, as I said on this show before, when I saw her in the Aviva a few years ago, a lot of the songs people simply did not recognise and it wasn't a particularly good show.
2: Yeah, Madonna is known for sort of reinventing her biggest hits. Um, She had a slowdown version of Like a Virgin, for example, and also a really cool acoustic uh, guitar version of Borderline. Those are the two that spring to mind. But yes, it's it's called The Celebration Tour, um, and it is going to feature all of her biggest hits. In Whether or not she's going to play it uh, straight to the record... We don't know, but it's Madonna. She's not going to just go out there and reel out what you may have heard on the record. Uh, interestingly, though, I've looked at the tour dates and a lot of the venues are indoor venues. Madonna is more used to playing outside with stadiums. So I wonder, will it be more of an intimate setting or more intimate sort of experience um, and how that will reflect on the songs and the stage too? Because all of them appear to be indoor venues of 20,000 plus.
0: Now, D, there's a rather sensitive issue which has been brought up by some people that... Well, they don't complain about the likes of the Rolling Stones and various others and Paul McCartney mm. at a more advanced age taken to the stage, there seems to be at times criticism of Madonna, particularly if she tries to dance in the oh, way yeah. that she used to in the past. What do you make of that? Or,
1: or to look sexy or or lean into the kind of amazing legacy that she has of kind of pushing boundaries in that regard. Like, look, to be perfectly fair, Matt, I remember reading Smash Hits magazine in the 90s as a kid. And already then, they used to, like, there was one of the magazines had a na- nickname for it. They would put pictures of her and it, they would always call her Granny. Like she in was the 90s? in the nineties, right? So she would have been in it. And her... it
0: was smash hits, which yeah, was, no, was, 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 was... was the teeny boppers like herself. No, but
1: my, but my point is that like she has been pushing against, she's been pushing against that door since she was in her thirties. And I think all like more power to her. And like she's kind of, she has already said that this, this tour is going to be pushing against time war, war assumptions about gender and age at a moment when public dialogue can be very mean and unforgiving on those subjects. Like I think there is this expectation of female artists to be more dignified as they age. But you know what? If that's not part of your persona and you're at your best when you're just letting it all hang loose and dancing and being yourself, then why shouldn't a female artist do that as well as a man? John, you mentioned that um, Madonna will be
0: playing indoors. I'm delighted to see Mm. that when the National come back later this year, it'll be indoors at the Three Arena because the last time I saw them was outdoors in Donnybrook and to me, it didn't work. The National have to be indoors rather than outdoors. Uh,
2: why do you reckon that, Matt? Is it the songs? Do you think the, songs it's the songs, just the, the, st-
0: the pace of the music and the mood yeah. it created. And also, whatever the, on the night, It just everyone was going around swilling beer and chatting, moving around the place. It yes. just struck me, I'd have rather seen them indoors.
2: Yeah, they aren't one of those bands who can sort of just pitch up and play anywhere. They do have a certain sound, as you said. They sort of have this... Slight like haunting quality. They don't have many what you might consider festival bangers. They have a couple, but that's not really their stock and trade. So, yeah, I think an indoor uh, an indoor venue gives them more control, not only of the sound but also of the presentation of the show itself. I can't imagine Donnybrook Stadium um, would have done them any favors at all.
0: Yeah, let's hear a little bit of Tropic Morning News. OK, so that is The National. I believe they have a new album coming out soon, D.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, that is the lead single from it there, Matt. Um, and they've announced it recently. It's the ninth studio album. It's called The First Two Pages of Frankenstein. It should be coming out on April 28th. And it's got guest contributions from Taylor Swift, Sufton Stevens and Phoebe Bridgers. It's a nice little collaborative gang they've got going on there now. A listener
0: says Debbie Harry is in her 70s. Uh, the Blondie Singer has kept her originality without having to
1: conform to the current age when performing.
0: Uh, your pick of the week, please, Dee.
1: My pick of the week this week, Matt, is... Um, the next single of Alva's, uh, my sister Alva's uh, album, which is coming out later this year on March seventeenth. Um, this is one that I, when I first, I've been waiting for it since I first heard it. I absolutely love it. It's called Last to Leave. It's all about being that really annoying guest who's the last to leave the party. Um, and you hear in it she she sings the chorus where she's referring to this girl Amy. Um, it's actually her best pal Amy who was given out to her for never having written a song about her, so she just used Amy's name in this as a bit of a, a joke which is, you know, and worst we, thing that can and happen. And we always
0: allow you to use Alva as a pick of the week because she is super talented and she shouldn't be discriminated against because of the fact <laughs> well, that she's your sister.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I, the first time I kind of, I, I balked at it but yeah, you put me right in that regard. Okay, let's hear a little bit of Last to Leave.
2: If you thought
1: from Alvorredi last leave When's the new album out? It is out on March 17th and then she's got uh, gigs and Whelan's on the 5th and 6th of May.
0: So, John, what's your pick of the week? I oh, you're you're back to the reissues, are you?
2: <laughs> well, there's there's a new uh, new bootleg series box set out from my granddad. Bob Dylan, but I'm not going to go with that because I'm not a com- complete parody of myself. <laughs> so yeah, this is um, this is the 25th anniversary reissue of Green Day's 1997 album Nimrod. Yeah, I know that it's uh, it's officially 26 years, but what the hell. Um, so it's uh, the album itself, demos and a live album recorded in Philadelphia in 1997. This was sort of when they were just on off the back of the Dookie album, which gave them their massive hits. It was uh, something of a follow-up to that. And a few years before they hit it massive again with American an idiot, but it does house this absolute classic track, Good Riddance, Time of Your Life.
1: Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road Time grabs you by the wrist directs you where to go So make the best of this task and don't ask why it's not a question, but a lesson learned in time. It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right. I hope you had the time of your
0: life.
1: Do you tell us a little bit about it's that just song? just really aging myself here, about but I was just realizing there that was my class song when I left school. So parents had to sit through all of us singing along to that in harmony. Okay. John, in less than two minutes, tell
0: us a little bit about the late David Crosby.
2: Yes, David Crosby uh, passed away what what I thought was incredibly unexpectedly uh, during the week. I I was only reading an interview with him which had taken place in December and he was talking about how he how he just loves being creative. He's had like five or six albums since 2014. He sort of found his music again when he hooked up with his son to start creating music. Um, he has one of the, the great uh, Silky voices. Uh, of course, he was part of the founding member of The Birds, and then he formed Crosby, Stills, and Nash, uh, and then subsequently Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. They were always at each other's throats, but they did always get back together for concerts, although he had a big fill out with Neil Young, A few years back, and uh, pointedly, I haven't seen any tribute from Neil Young uh, since his passing. But yeah, he was a fantastic songwriter. If I could only remember my name, is probably the album that I would point people to if they wanted to uh, dig in and see what it's all about. But yeah, like he sang like a bird. He had his problems as well. His biography is absolutely one hundred and twenty percent worth reading. It's it's just a steam train. But yeah, Uh, he 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 had a pretty
0: hedonistic lifestyle, didn't he?
2: He did. Yeah. I mean,
0: and and some people are saying it's a miracle that he got to the age of eighty-one.
2: Well, some people would say that. Yeah. he had lots of drug problems. He had uh, issues with guns. He, uh, His girlfriend died in a horrific car crash in the early 70s, with, which sent him absolutely haywire. Um, but he got himself back on track. It took a fair few years, uh, but by the 90s and a liver transplant, uh, he was sort of back in the game and sort of cleaned his act up for a bit.
1: You're not wrong, though, Matt. In 2014, I think it was, um, Rolling Stone magazine called him Rock's Unlikeliest Survivor. So, That's not Hedonism. I don't know what is. All right. Okay. That's great. Thank you very much,
0: D Ready and John Cadell, for being with us here this evening.
2: The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4 30.